0: Portions of this
1: program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 pags And now, it's Joe Pags.
2: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. I do appreciate you choosing today. We've got um, Ivory Hecker, who is an independent journalist. Used to be at Fox 26 in Houston, who during a live shot, told about the biases at her station she's out there doing good journalism now as she has been before and we'll have her back on the latest stories that uh, that she's working on also uh with the kind of reaction she got from her her former co-workers those who are in the so-called journalism business and uh, what they're saying or not saying very interesting conversation plus campus reform on your thursday feeling all right uh-huh Say
1: what? Seems I got to have a change of scene. Carrie, what's
2: happening? You good?
1: No, I'm feeling all
2: right. Nice. Oh, making it happen.
1: Imprisoned Sam getting her done. By the way, it could have been.
2: The challenge when I do Left a parody, and I did do a parody today love, is that so seems, I listen so loudly when I'm singing to make sure they get it right. That now I it doesn't sound loud enough, but I don't want to turn to it up anymore because so I'm gonna blow my eardrums out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. lock I someone loves it. I
1: took the key, feeling alright. Come on. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling too good myself. Oh, no. Come on, Carrie, sing, uh-huh. sing for one. Let's go. I don't think I will. Yes sir. I'm not you good myself.
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. I nailed it. You're right. That harmony was spot on. You're right. I didn't I like you say the that. Noise wasn't you made saying, there.
0: saying it. Wasn't thinking that. Actually.
2: You should have. Because I thought, wow, that last note. He really you
0: really should. Be do that that? What'd you do with all that money?
2: What'd you do with all that money? The money. The money your mama gave you for singing lessons. <laughs>
0: <'Cause>
2: <laughs> Stop
0: talking saying, about my mama.
2: Th- look, your mom likes when I talk about her. Mm, what you about? She does love
0: you. I don't know why.
2: but no. Hello, because she's smart. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out what the hell happened to you. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. it's, it's a Thursday, and we are feeling all right. People are giving me a hard time. You know, it's been a long time since you have done a parody. You know, it's been a long time. And that's mm. exactly what the, what the guy sounds like who said that. It's been a long time. Um, <laughs> sure. And I'm going, listen, there are topics out there to do. And you want to do um, Fauci. You want to do the CDC. You want to do the lies about the Wuhan lab. You want to do left versus right. You want to do the fake, you know, voting rights thing. You want to do Nancy Pelosi's eyebrows. Mm. But it, There's all sorts of stuff out there that's good parody fodder, right? Sure, yeah. People keep on trying to get me to do "Flurona" to the tune of My Sharona. <sighs> no. And when no. they keep suggesting it, it makes me not want to do it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, don't do that. Um, also, Still. people, stop, uh, stop offering up Devil Went Down to Georgia. Um, every time there's a Georgia story, they want me to do Devil Went Down to Georgia. There's a reason <laughs> I'll do that song because, first of all, it tells a complete story. So the song is really long. Yeah. And I don't want to do a really long parody like that. Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Can I just say it?
0: Well, I was just, uh, you know, agreeing with you. That's a bad.
2: Idea. For once, yes. It's too long. Too long. But it is too long and too much of a story to tell, and there's a whole lot going on there, and I don't know. Um, so stop suggesting that one. And then the other one they keep on suggesting now is She Blinded Me or They Blinded Me with Science. Mm. And, you know, I like this. You know what song. I mean? Yeah, I mean it's just a... that sounds. I mean, come on, nothing like exactly that what song, it sounds like. It's as if I did, it's as if I were playing the radio Persian really, right now. No, but um, no, I'm not doing that one either. It just doesn't grab my attention. I don't like it. It, it, it just stop. So one guy actually uh, wrote me yesterday. He said I did my own parody. Devil went down to Georgia. So that's the suggestion. You do one, then let's compare our parodies. Mm. That's not happening either, to be honest. But if you want me to hear your parody, it doesn't mean I'll play it on the radio. And Carrie, what are the chances that I will play it?
0: Probably close to zero percent.
2: And let me say something that might upset the guy. One guy actually sent me like a SoundCloud um, um, link. And he said, like you, I can sing too. And if he thinks I sound like that. (laughs) Be nice. What?
0: Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. There are the people out there. That, I think the biggest no, like challenge. And
2: neither, let but... me, well, there there are there are a few. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, though, and I'm being honest, you know this is true. People do like when I do them. Yeah. But sure. but I mean, there of course there are a few. You and Polo don't necessarily like how I sing the songs, but you know, what? shut up. Um, wow. The challenge when you do a song parody, because there are people now, and I think they're getting their they're they're getting the sort of the impetus from listening to the program, and I'm glad that we're that we're doing that. We're uh, exciting people to go and try this themselves. Um, fit the words in the best you can. Now, Polo has a time or two said, yeah, the words didn't make sense the way you did. There were too many words and a smaller phrase because he's really locked into the original song. Mm-hmm. So even if I make it fit, he's still like, yeah, there were too many words in there.
3: Yeah,
2: And I take that. I take that under advisement. Then I try, I try to make sure that I get them in there or my harmonies are too loud. And that, that was true for a long time. Then I started getting it right and backing them off, and making it make sense. So when you do a parody song, if you want it to sound good, and again, I'm probably never gonna play your parody, so you send it to me if you want, just to get my thoughts, and if I don't write you back, I'm just here to say, you know what I mean? He's but busy, people, come on. Not only that, I probably don't wanna write you back and say something that might make you unhappy. So um, I appreciate you sending them, but when you do them, a couple of things are like, people will make a suggestion about a song where not even the title fits.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, this yeah. would be perfect if you just did this. Uh, George, on my mind for that one. And then try to fit it into these words. I'm like, that, that doesn't fit at all. Even just you saying it doesn't work. So again, I'm not saying I'm some master of the parody. What I'm saying is when you do them, take lessons like... from me having, what's that? I
0: said it kind of sounds like you're saying you are, though.
2: So just so what wanna wanna you throw you? my
0: two sins in there. Go ahead.
2: Drink some wine before the show today? What happened?
0: Oh <laughs> no. no. I'm feeling sassy today. I've done them
2: for a long time. Oh, you're always sassy. Mm. You're always. Mm. But I've done them for a long time. I've learned lessons because the earliest ones really are really kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've gotten better over the years. And mm. take those things under advisement. Just because it feels like it could work, it might not work. Try to get the harmonies right to where they're not too loud, or don't do harmonies at all if you can't hear them. But I think the most important thing to make people want to listen to your song is that the words fit, and Polo gave me that advice a long time ago. Um, honestly, I, I did some a long time ago that sounded okay, but the, the more recent ones I try really hard. And Carrie, that's a, kind of a downfall, isn't it? Because I try so hard, yes. and then some idiot still and has to say something negative about yes,
0: it. Yes, I know, and sometimes feelings get hurt. but Because you, you put a lot of work into it, I get that.
2: So this one, I um I do two part harmony, but then I well it's more three partish. Oh man. What? What?
0: I'm just thinking what it's gonna sound like, but go ahead. What do you I'm think the topic is? Bracing myself. Um is it about the vaccine mandate, the president?
2: I was busy doing the parody when all these stories were breaking and there is breaking oh. news today that I'll bring you in a minute. So it was not specifically about today. It's about Fauci. Mm. Okay. And I think it turned out okay. Now all the voices you hear are me. So even Mm -hmm. the high ones that sound like a girl, it's not. It's me. Um, I think this is. Oh, I'm going to give this one an okay before I even play it. Oh, okay. Now, will you be honest? Are you going to be sassy, pain in the ass? Of course, I'm going to be
0: honest. I'm going to be honest. I won't even play it. I always am. Oh yes, you're going to play it. Just play it. If I say this song is already.
2: Well. It's from the era that you suggested yesterday. So Please. I went back and I listened to the Thompson twins song and it mm-hmm. was, I, I remember hearing that a time or two yeah. on the radio, but in the 1980s I was such a jazzer. I would ride around on my cassette deck was always playing Spyro Gyro or, you know, Chuck Mangione or something like that. So I wasn't really listening to pop music back then, except for Chicago. I listened to Chicago. Um, so I wasn't that familiar with that song, but it did remind me that in the, when I was in high school in the eighties, only the dorks listened to that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know, yes. What? You messaged me about that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Right, what that. was your answer? And I responded, I can't say on the air, actually.
2: Why not? Because no matter what because it is, you will always say word. the F word to me for no reason. <laughs> not for no reason. You were very. I mean didn't to say it. I blanking liked it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, mean, I scared, really? said something like you're that. You're so rude. Yeah. You feel
2: so comfortable being rude to me. I know. But this one, I call yeah. this one. Um, mm. What? Why are you making a I have not started yet, and you're making I noise. I
0: haven't. Sorry. Okay. I'll be quiet. You might like this. You don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Okay, we'll see.
2: Let's play it. Let's get it over with. It had been a while since I did a PAGS a parody. People were calling me out. So this one, I did this one, and I call it Fauci Blues. Yes. Let's go. You know the song? Oh, yeah. You still Come on like now.
1: It. Mm. <laughs> Came from away. Hit us, old man Avoid this bug Maybe that's the plan Come on He told us Came from a bad This time went on Didn't believe that Break it down, break it down Doctor, doctor This guy's a fool I've got a Bad of Fauci Blues This guy's a lying too. I've got a bad case of Fauci Blues
2: You hate it so far? What do you think? Hmm Come I on, bring it I don't know
1: Said don't wear masks That didn't last Then put you on blast If you skip that test He thinks he's cute Makes me (laughs) want of (laughs) you. Change stories fast. He can kiss my ass. Break it down, break it down, let's go. Doctor, doctor, with him we lose. I've got a bad case of Fauci Blues. Challenge him and he will boo-hoo. I've got a bad case of Fauci Blues.
2: Then he gets into this weird bridge area. I am still trying to circumnavigate it. I mean... Oh, you're welcome. A little woe-woe there for you. <laughs> Come on.
1: I know we trusted this guy at first. Then he lost us with his
2: I just follow Robert Palmer, don't give me any, any Whoa. garbage. Whoa.
1: He was done, his lies exposed, read from the truth, challenged he'd explode, turned friend to foe. You got the bad. What the? What the? <laughs> Should cancel plans if they won't get the trap.
2: Bring it on, bring it on, let's go.
1: He's got no tact. I think that Fauci's been smoking crack. Yes. So sick of his lying poop. I've got a bad case about you, blues.
2: Little Fauci blues. I, Carrie, you got to get "kiss my ass" in there. You got to get he um, smoking crack in there at some point. Yeah. What was the last and, line uh,
0: about get, lying? What? A uh, like lying poop? fool. Oh, I thought... No, lying, why would I say poop? lying poop? I
2: don't know. How does that even make I, sense? How can what, lying poop work in the song? I asking you, I didn't know. What does what, that mean? What, Somebody were, took a poop and it's what, lying there? What does it mean? to say about that. Okay. Go no, ahead. he's a lying, lying fool. fool. Okay. Bad case of that's Fauci, Fauci blues. Okay. There you go. Pag's mm. parody. Hope you enjoyed it. So I, I'll go around the clock because you guys are going to give me a hard time anyway. Uh, Carrie, what do you think? You liked it didn't like it?
0: Uh, It made me laugh. So I'm going to say Yeah. I liked it. See,
2: that's the that's the objective, uh, uh, to make you laugh. Best one of the year. So. <laughs> oh, I'll say that. It's the only one of the year I know, I know. so far. Polo, thoughts? Come on.
1: I mean, it's the first one of the year for sure.
2: Definitely. <laughs> You're factual, at least. Yeah. That's all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> all right. It's the best one of the year from Carrie. It's the only <laughs> one. First one of the year from Polo, just Captain Obvious. Sam?
0: I loved it. It was really catchy.
2: Did you know the song?
0: I did once it started going. You know that that hook.
2: There you go. There you go. Listen, for I'll, I'll vote. I loved it. I just thought it was great. Oh, I thought it was shot. brought together well. I yeah. thought it was very musical. I thought that the harmonies were great. I, I lo- I, what I loved about that is watching Polo on the camera. I could see him at all times. Watching Polo on the camera when I went for the high note and he cringed. He physically made a, made a thing with mm-hmm. his whole body
1: cringe. Well, uh, here's the thing too. Ah,
2: Come on, it was fun.
1: Uh, um, what? <laughs> the 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 version that you used was like ultra karaoke
2: it wasn't very good you're yeah, right so i that, actually had an instrumental hurt. version that was better than that uh but it just it wasn't working for some reason but you're right it didn't sound a lot like the original song this version was very very karaoke-y yeah
1: it hurt is that a I word think. karaoke-y E? is now
2: so carrie you're saying play it three or four more times during the show today
0: no i did not say that
2: We'll open the phone lines. We'll see if, if people out there appreciate it more than my crew does, although Sam did a great job with her appreciation, and, and the host, <laughs> he, his comments were great. Um, but, so I oh, definitely want to hear I'm from you. 888-941-PAGS, 888 or go to joepags.com and uh, go to any of the social media that you like to go on to, or click on Watch Live and go to our chat channel right now. We're back after this on The Joe Pags Show. great to have you thanks a lot for stopping by there is a lot going on there's a a big osha ruling or a big ruling by the supreme court about osha that we're going to get to in a moment here and uh and we'll bring that to you right before we hit the break here then we'll take a bunch of phone calls on that afterwards there is a decision in that uh whether the biden administration could have osha push a vaccine mandate or or any other sort of rule to force us to take a health care thing um they have no authority. We said they had no authority. We'll see if the Supreme Court agrees with that. I'll say this, not, whole, not, not wholeheartedly, I'll be honest with you, not wholeheartedly. Uh, I checked out Twitter. vast majority of people like it. I'm not going to read all of them uh, about the parody. A couple of people who normally do like them were like, oh, it's not your best. I'm like, "Carrie, do people expect that I'll do my best every single time? It will be better than the last one?
0: No, no.
2: no. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you bring it. You, know, sometimes you have some funny you know, words. Sometimes you lose, yeah. Right, this one I was a winner. I agree with you. It's a big winner, Again, huge putting winner. Putting words in my mouth, but mm, not really. I mean, you were like, you "Yeah, it was funny. It was good. It made me laugh. It was great." Um, so there you go. I'm not going to do my best parody ever every time, but they're going to be solid every time. And that one was solid as a rock. Oh, that could be it. Solid. No, as a I, shot. I really like that. Song. Could be right in your arm, like like you get a shot in your arm.
0: No, that's a dumb idea.
2: Don't do. They it. can't mandate it. Solid as that shot. No, Come on. no, I so I'm no, I, do it during the break. I
0: don't like it. Don't like that I'm one I do it during
2: the break. No, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. You're welcome. I did bring it for you people as I usually do. Let me remind you about President Trump's big rally happening. It's uh, coming up this Saturday, two days from now. Only going to be one major news network covering it. That network, of course, is Newsmax. I watch Newsmax all the time with great hosts like Grant Stinchfield, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Jen Pellegrino, Sean Spicer, and many more. The media are censoring President Trump. Even Fox isn't carrying his rallies. I don't know why. So millions are tuning in to Newsmax. President Trump says Newsmax is really good. This Saturday, Trump is expected to make a big announcement as well. I strongly urge you to join Newsmax's Trump list and get the rally information plus a lot more about President Trump. To join the Trump list, just text the word WORK to 39747. That's W-O-R-K, WORK, to 39747. Again, WORK to 39747. Be among the first to know when Trump makes his big announcement for 2024. Text WORK to 39747, and make sure you watch Newsmax. It is real news for real people. I was just on there yesterday. I enjoy peering on there. When I get up in the morning, I pop it on to see what's going on in the news. You go to Newsmax.com, see the actual television programs, or read their great articles, too. Make sure that you make plans to go and do that. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Huge ruling out of the Supreme Court today. And, Kerry, I want to present that before we hit the break. We've got about a minute, minute and a half. And then after the break, we'll take phone calls on it because this is a game changer. Go ahead.
0: From Fox News, the Supreme Court on Thursday issued mixed rulings in a pair of cases challenging Biden administration COVID-19 vaccine mandates, allowing the requirement for certain health care workers to go into effect while blocking enforcement of a mandate for businesses with 100 or more employees. And the latter, an occupational safety and health administration rule that took effect on Monday said that businesses with at least 100 employees needed to require workers to get vaccinated or get tested weekly and wear a mask. The court ruled that OSHA lacked the authority to impose such a mandate because the law that created OSHA empowers the secretary to set workplace safety standards, not broad public health measures. Although COVID-19 is a risk that occurs in many workplaces, it is not an occupational hazard in most, the court ruled. COVID-19 can and does spread at home, in schools, during sporting events, and everywhere else that people gather. That kind of universal risk is no different from the day-to-day dangers that all face from crime, air pollution, or any number of communicable diseases. for these reasons, the OSHA mandate would significantly expand the agency's authority beyond the limits Congress set, the court ruled. By contrast, in Biden versus Missouri, the court ruled Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra did have the authority to require all health care workers and institutions that receive Medicare and Medicaid funding to get the jab.
2: Just so I'm sure, just so I'm clear here, businesses cannot be forced by OSHA to mandate it, but some health care workers can be mandated. That is right. Okay, when we come back, your thoughts on this big ruling, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. I do appreciate you taking the time. As soon as I saw the ruling come down, I almost immediately got an email from a guy that we've had on several times. He's a friend of mine and a great lawyer. He is a senior legal counsel over Great Lakes Justice Center. His name is Dave Coleman. And uh, and during the break, I said, Sam, give Dave a call. Let's see if we can not get him on. Dave, I appreciate you jumping on. How are you? Great. How are you doing tonight, Joe? I'm living the dream. So we just read the story about the uh, the OSHA ruling <laughs> at the Supreme Court, and um and there there appear to have been two different rulings. One was that you can't mandate that private businesses force a vaccine mandate or testing mandate, any of that through OSHA. But then there was another ruling that that uh, in fact most medical workers in this, I think it was Biden v. Missouri or something, they could. In fact, push right. this on healthcare workers, Dave. If you don't mind, I, I love it. You just jumped in, and we're live right now across the country. Um, just fill me in. What does the first ruling say? No business can be forced to have a mandate for vaccines.
4: Right. No, but that was on the OSHA rule. Right. So you know the one that he had. If anybody over 100 employees, they were going to be forced to have the vaccine mandate for all their employees. Right. The Supreme Court ruled today that no. Nope, the Congress did not give the authority to OSHA to pass such a broad sweeping um, mandate. And that's really the key when people, cause you know, there's a second case today with the HHS, the Medicare, Medicaid funding side and healthcare workers. Right. So there are two decisions and the court on the one in the OSHA case said, nope, you can't have the VAX mandate. But on the HHS case, they said, yep, you can have the vaccine mandate. So strange. Well, that seems on its face to be, yeah. Like what's going on? well, you need to understand the basis of the ruling and that it it makes sense. I mean, I don't agree with the second decision, but it makes sense because they focused in both cases on whether or not Congress granted authority to the agencies to do what they did. And what they said in the OSHA case was, nope, there's no uh, grant from Congress, no authority given to OSHA to do such a vaccine mandate, therefore you lose, you cannot do that mandate. But the Medicare, Medicaid one, that one they said no there is a a congressional authority delegated to hhs to do such a thing and so you can do the vaccine mandate and require 10 million healthcare workers around the country to choose between getting the vaccination or losing their job now i don't agree with that second decision and we could get into that a little bit if you want to yeah but that's the difference and so we understand you know that that's really the ruling it doesn't deal with the mandate the vaccines themselves. It deals with, did Congress give authority to those agencies to do what they did? It's a date Paul. one for- case. They said, yes. And the
2: other, yeah. no. <laughs> Dave Coleman from the Great Lakes Justice Center. I appreciate you jumping on the phone with us, Dave. So, so let's break down the first one. If, if there's yeah. somebody out there who's got a small business or a business that has 100 employees or more, and they've been sending out emails and they've been threatening their employees and, and, and telling them they're not going to be able to work yep. there if they don't get the vaccination, now, if they're still mm-hmm. mandating the vaccination, it will be a private decision by that private company. This is not something that the Biden administration is allowed to do through OSHA. I do have that right, Yes. Yes,
4: so private businesses, if they want to, still impose a mandate. I guess that's up to them. But now you got liability issues; yes. they can't hide behind a mandate by the, gov- uh, by the government. Right. And if somebody gets the vaccine and they're harmed, is that company going to be liable for the harm that ensued? I would think you're going
2: to see lawsuits all over the place. I would think so too. If uh, businesses start doing that, so and the, it's and not the way very that, wise if they just do it. And the way that HHS is doing it, if I understand you, what what HHS normally does is they'll threaten you with not paying the bill for Medicaid and Medicare. They won't reimburse. Yes. Is that how they're going to do it? Yes. They're going to tell uh, healthcare care facilities, look, you can take Medicare and Medicaid patients, but the only way to get reimbursement is if you have a, a fully vaccinated staff. Is that how they're going to do it?
4: That's exactly how they're doing it, Joe. And that's what the court said today. It was a 5-4 decision. The first decision in the OSHA case was 6-3. This decision was 5-4, and you had Justice Roberts and Justice Kavanaugh siding with the three liberals on the bench to come down and say that that vax mandate is okay. And so that's the problem is that they're going to tie it to the money. And so, yeah, you can say you don't want to require your employees to be vaccinated, but then you're not going to get reimbursed for all the services you're providing. So that's how they're doing it. And it is, it's, it's crazy. And Justice Alito and Justice Thomas wrote some pretty scathing dissents and pointed out, in their dissent uh, that each of them filed, that this is really ridiculous. There is no clear grant of power by Congress to the agencies. Uh, Alito talks about they had to look to obscure statutes and a hodgepodge of other statutes to try to craft this so-called grant of authority. And they they literally just kind of pulled it out of thin air out of a bunch of other statutes that had nothing to do with HHS and said, well, here, it's all in all these other statutes. So we're going to say Congress meant to do it. And Alito and Thomas just went on, just, said so, no way that's well, crazy.
2: well, well i'm glad but you know, listen we expected this from roberts because he actually rewrote yeah. obamacare instead of it being a fine he made it a tax that made it legal uh, under his uh, perspective of it but he literally changed the obamacare the bill and the law to make it stand that's we know who that guy is he should not be the chief justice he is not a, a conservative guy what did kavanaugh write anything did he did he say why he decided to go with the liberals on this no, he didn't uh, write
4: anything. It was, like I said, a 5-4 decision, and he did not write the opinion in the HHS case. Wow. But obviously, he's in agreement with Roberts and the three liberals that somehow Congress did give this authority to uh, to HHS to mandate these vaccines. And, of course, it didn't. Uh, and, it and is and very, it's it's very choice.
2: disappointing. So, so yeah, what now, disappointing. is there anything that can be done on that angle? Because it was just a few months ago, Dave, where all of the healthcare workers were heroes in this country. They're working firsthand mm-hmm. in the emergency rooms. They're, they're putting people on ventilators or saving their lives because of COVID. Many of them got infected because they were working a day in day out with COVID patients. You're now telling people mm-hmm. that we will fire you if you won't get a vaccine and we'll replace you with national guard. Is there really no other recourse mm-hmm. now that the Supreme court has ruled on this?
4: Well, there is one silver lining in the HHS decision, if you want to call it that. There is a big difference between the Medicare vaccine mandate <clears throat> excuse me, and the OSHA mandate, and that's this point: Religious and medical exemptions are required to be uh, given under the HHS mandate. Good. Under the OSHA mandate, it was discretionary, so that's why it's really good that that got thrown out. But at least under the HHS mandate, healthcare workers have the right under the rule to ask for and get a religious exemption or a medical exemption if they have some medical condition. And so that's why Great Lakes Justice Center, we're, we're standing ready to defend and, and represent anybody who gets denied a religious exemption. So even if you're a healthcare worker, and I say to all the people out there, if you're in that boat and now you're wondering, what am I gonna do, do I have to get the, the vaccine? No, uh, get it if you have a religious objection, or if you have a medical condition, you should file an exemption request with your employer and ask to be let out of that requirement. Now, look, they can make that worker do other things like testing or mask wearing. Of course, most healthcare workers wear masks all day anyway. Right. But they can require other things. They just could not require the vaccine. That's a so major people uh, need they, to know that they have that option.
2: It's David yeah. Coleman. He's a senior legal counsel at Great Lakes Justice Center. Um, he's a great attorney and he's been on the show many, many times. That's a great silver lining because I've got so many people contacting mm-hmm. me saying I've asked for a religious exemption. My job says that nah, we, we we don't want to. Or they waited two months and they're still not giving me an answer on it because it was discretionary. I love that they have to accept it now, which I think is a very, very good thing. Let, let me ask you this, and this is off the beaten path. and You might not know, Dave, but but I appreciate you jumping on the phone. Mm-hmm. I had a guy get a hold of me yesterday who was on a, a kidney transplant list, and he had had a, a COVID-19 recently and has the antibodies from natural immunity right now. They told him either you get the vaccine or you're going to be kicked off the the registry and you will not be in line to get a kidney. Do, do these rulings have anything to do with that? No, not
4: directly, but it's the same mindset, and that's the problem we're fighting, Joe. Right. And you you fight it every day, yes. And and getting the word out to people and getting the information to people is so critical that they're hearing this and understanding what's going on but no i think those folks and you hear about people being denied medical treatment at hospitals and doctors offices and things like that joe i got a call today from a a new client who went into another attorney's office to get regular estate planning done and had to leave because they weren't wearing a mask and they would not divulge whether or not they had been vaccinated what or not. the
2: heck is going so on they, here.
4: they left i know an attorney was doing that but well, good. I'll take the business. That's, 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 that sounds wonderful. The Great Lakes Justice <laughs> Center. Hey, I would it, say
2: Dave, if you can give give the website to people because we've got to wrap it up pretty quickly. But uh but uh, sure, give the website sure. to people and, and I want to have you on where we have a longer interview. We can really break down the nuts and bolts of this whole thing. I appreciate you jumping on. What's the website?
4: Absolutely. It's greatlakesjc.org. And it's JC is Justice Center. So greatlakesjc.org. Well, Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having
2: me on. No, Dave, I appreciate it. But before I let you go, I'm going to go again off the beaten path. And I've got like 30 seconds or maybe a minute to break this okay. down. You've been working hard for college athletes. And, uh, in getting yeah, religious, yeah. religious exemptions, medical exemptions, doing testing instead of getting the vaccination. Dave, is there any, are, are you working on it? You might not be, but I, I had Thomas Renz on the other day, who's a lawyer who is actually taking these lawsuits about COVID 19 and the vaccine and its dangers. Um, are, are you mm-hmm. monitoring closely because you work with athletes, the number of young, healthy athletes just dropping dead, um, around the world? I mean, there are soccer stars and football yeah. stars and basketball players, and these are young, yep. healthy Otherwise, no comorbidities, no risk factors at all, just dying. And they all happen to have coincidentally taken the vaccine.
4: Yes, and and that's the thing is trying to get hard, solid evidence of that is a hard thing to do. You hear a lot of anecdotal stories, and I believe it's happening, but we're hoping that there are some some organizations out there that will be studying this in fact i heard just today from another client dr mccary you see him from uh johns hopkins yeah i've had him on is going they're going to be doing a study because they're finding in the age groups of 20 to 40 year old males there's a a huge spike in myocarditis all around the country now is that because of the vaccine or is that because people are getting COVID? nobody really knows what's causing it But there's another area that needs to be studied and to see why this spike is happening with these heart problems in otherwise healthy men 20 to 40 years
2: old. Well, by the way, in the Nordic lots countries, of,
4: lots of issues. Out well, there. in the Nordic
2: countries, they stopped giving men 30 years and younger the Moderna shot because they said, uh, um, mm-hmm. peri and myocarditis were related to it. That's what their fear was because of some clinical studies and some, some information they got back. So yeah, we've got to find out real information and, and, and it's getting squelched yep. because people are so pro-vax and pro-big pharma. It's hard to get the, the reality out there. That's why I wanted to get you on the phone very, uh, very quickly. GreatLakesJC.org. It's, uh, David Coleman. Dave, thanks a million for jumping on. Anytime, Joe. Always a pleasure to be with you. All right, brother. Take care. We, we appreciate you. All right. Keep it here. Your thoughts on what you just heard. We now have a better understanding of what the court did today. You know, all the garbage about Kavanaugh and he's too conservative and he's too, and oh, well, me too move because the Kavanaugh is no good guy. Now suddenly he sides with, with Roberts and with the liberals and in a court that should be 6-3 conservative. It went 5-4 liberal today for that ruling. That doesn't make any sense. 888 941 PAGS, joepags.com. We're coming right back.
1: Joe PAGS.
2: Glad to have you, really glad to have had uh, Dave Coleman on. Dave is a great attorney, Great Lakes Justice Center, org. Go to that website. He actually invited you. Listen, if you've got a situation where you think that there's a legal problem with how they're trying to mandate something on you, get a hold of him. He'll take a look at the case and see what's what. Um, The bottom line is, and I'll explain this off the top of next hour just to make sure that we reestablish exactly what happened today, is as I said, the OSHA mandate is not legal. It's not. We've been saying that for weeks and weeks of months now uh, on this program, and people scoffed at that. Well, don't scoff at it because it's true. It's simply not legal. So um, the idea that you can force businesses to force their employees to do something medically never made any sense. But I, I am apprehensive about this ruling where Kavanaugh joined the idiots on the left and decided, oh, yes, uh, HHS can withhold money. If you don't get in line and vaccinate your people, I find that to be ridiculous. not Not only because I find it to be unconstitutional, but it's also not scientific. Scientifically, there's nothing that says having your staff become vaccinated somehow makes everybody safer. There's nothing to suggest that it's not true. So uh, we'll talk about that some more. We're going to extend this into next hour, too. So if you don't get on the air this hour, make sure that you call in 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We'll, we'll re-explain everything that we know about what happened today in the Supreme Court. Let me tell you about uh, Stamps.com. If you're a small business owner, you're busy. It is not easy to run your own business. Getting a small business up and running, especially in this economy, is not easy. Why not take the hassle out of shipping and uh, you know, stop yourself from having to go to the post office or to UPS? With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip, never waste another dollar or minute. For more than 20 years now, Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses now. Stamps.com gives you the access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right at your computer and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, up to 40% off of uh, the post office, up to 76% off of UPS. Whether you're an office sending out invoices, a side hustle, Etsy shop, a full-blown warehouse, shipping out orders, Stamps.com, can hook you up. Why not go right now, save some time, save some money with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, enter my code PAGS, Stamps.com, radio microphone, put in PAGS, and start saving money right now. We go to the phone lines. A lot of people have a lot of questions about what happened today in the Supreme Court, and I'm happy to help if I can. Let me go to Chase in uh Kansas City. Chase, what's going on? Hi.
5: Hey, how are you? Long time uh long time listener, first time caller. Thanks, Just want to start off by saying thank you for everything you do. Appreciate it. For this country. We need more of you. Thank you. Uh as a twenty-eight-year-old conservative in an otherwise uh liberal liberal city, I'm noticing my similarly aged conservative friends are Definitely quiet about the state of American politics right now, and I just called to urge all of my young conservative friends to vociferously leave the shadows of the public square and actively engage in public discourse with the combatants on the left it's It's time to do it. It's time for you to arm yourself with facts. let those facts trump emotion it's It's something I've been doing for about a decade now, red pilling my friends. It's it's a it's a duty to your country. Well, it's well, well, well Chase, I up. want to stop
2: you because if if in fact they're Please. open to hearing it, then you can yes, red yes. pill them. And for those who don't know, red pill is where you wake them up to reality, sort of from the matrix. Um, at the end of the day, they have to be open to hear it. If they're not open to hearing it, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. So, what form and fashion would you implore people of your age group to do this? I mean, I think the easiest way to meet someone is is in their element, you
5: know, whatever that might be. And you nailed it. You They have to be, you can't be abrasive and, and get anywhere with anyone. That right. just applies to all things. But I, I'd get someone out for coffee, have someone for a cocktail, whatever it might be, meet them in their element, and then just open a dialogue.
2: If they're open to it. And that's that's what you have to judge. You know, it's interesting. On college campuses, Chase, you're a smart young guy. And I hope that there are a lot more like you out there. I'm sure there are. And maybe they'll, they'll, they'll get the, the, um, the wherewithal and the impetus to get up and do something about this now. But in college campuses, Campus Reform, who we have on today, does a great job going to a college campus and talking to students away from the group think and tell them real fact, give them real information. And when students have that opportunity, they do go with fact. Many times they're not told by professors or their, their peers or, or their parents or their communities, what is reality versus fake news. Good call. We appreciate you. More on this when we come back. Keep it here. Joe Pag Show.
0: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
1: This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags.
2: Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Big rulings of the Supreme Court today. And because it's so big, we'll carry it over to this hour. We'll talk more about it in a moment on a Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh Uh-huh. Say what?
1: Say. I to have a change of scene Every night I have a stranger's dream In prison, by the way Carrie, how you doing? I'm okay
2: You are okay Left here
1: on my own, oh. So it sees uh, uh, uh. I got to leave before. A lot of people
2: I want to know what the heck happened in the Supreme Court to today. We will do our level best to explain Won't it.
1: And I'll post the the it as well.
2: But first we sing.
1: Let's go. Uh-uh. Right. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling new good myself. No. Come on, man, give me some uh-huh. harmony. Yes, sir. To get myself.
2: Oh yeah, sing on a Thursday. Mm. Thursday, mm. almost Friday. The weekend's almost right. here. It's how we do What's that? What's that, here? I said that was not all right. Oh really? Well, exactly. well, I'll keep it playing. You do the show. No,
0: I'm not gonna sing. No, I'm a little too nasally today for that. If I, you know, if I felt better, I, I would
2: have. No, we're gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when.
0: No, you're gonna no, no need, need the critic. <laughs> you're gonna have to <laughs> show me how not to good do thing. it.
2: I'm... Here you go. A lot of yap. You, know, you keep it up, I'm gonna do a bon Jovi parody. Oh, no, please
0: don't do that.
2: Let me tell you something. You you keep it up, I will do a Bon Jovi parody. Please don't do that. Mm-mm. All I have no. to do is sing a half step below the note. And um You're hilarious. Mm-mm. He cannot sing anymore, the guy.
0: Dude, yes he can. He cannot. He can. You should no. go to that concert too in April. His voice
2: is halfway there. Um, really Jeez, that that
0: was like a prayer with that voice. That, yes. that, was, uh,
2: that, that was really Carrie, you've been giving me a hard time with, with parodies for how long now? Oh, forever. How long? 50
0: Well, how long have we been working together?
2: <laughs> It'll be fifteen years soon.
0: Fifty? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah.
2: Fifteen years yeah. soon. Oh my gosh. Fifteen, 15 years mm. soon. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: And how many times have you done a Bon Jovi parody? Zero. Right out of respect. <laughs> You have dissed my songs <laughs> and my singing for 15 kidding. straight years.
0: I'm just kidding. I know. Please don't do one. Please, please don't
2: do one. Well, it depends. Do you think that the audience would like two parodies in one week? I think maybe.
0: Um, no, I don't think so. I think one's plenty. And it's already Thursday. Um, don't need to rush it for Friday. Let's, let's not go there. I think it's okay. One, one's
2: good. Got some time tonight.
0: One's great. This one's fantastic
2: that's the best one. Best one <laughs> of the <laughs> 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 year. It's the best one ever. What's the matter with you? This one's great. You've never said that in your life. That actually hurt you to say that.
0: It did. A little bit.
2: A little bit. Gave me a pain. Oh, man. I don't know. We'll see how I feel tonight. So I feel. I mean, I, I think it would be Seriously? interesting to hear me try to sing like Bon Jovi.
0: No. It would not. Don't do it.
2: Don't. I'm a, I'm... I, I could probably do it. You could not. Not at all. I'd have to get my vice grip out, but I could probably do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, dot com. During the break, I did a, a couple of minute, just short snippet on exactly what the Supreme Court ruled today. And uh, I will post that. I'm putting it up on Rumble even as we speak. It's not up there yet, but it will be available in a little while. And uh, I'll put it out on all my social media because you guys need, you're going to have friends who don't understand what happened. You might not understand what happened. I'm going to make sure that I, we educate you, then you can make a decision about whether you agree with the Supreme, the Supreme Court or disagree. But at least you'll have the ammunition of knowing exactly what happened today. Uh, we are going to open the phone lines as well because a lot of people are going to want to comment on this. Eight 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 nine four one Pags JoePags dot com. Go there for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Rumble. Uh, the the links for Gab and and uh, I I think you've got well I know you have got the Getter which is actually more than than Twitter now as far as following goes parlor is on there so go in and choose the one that you like and uh, and go with that now Carrie if I get anything wrong on the nuts and bolts of this story that came out today be be sure to correct me I have no you problem with you correcting me okay mm-hmm. all right so here we go the Supreme Court got the case where the Biden administration. Was attempting to mandate you get a vaccine or a shot in your arm before you can work someplace if your business happened to have 100 employees or more. Now keep in mind how stupid and unscientific this is. A, if you've been vaccinated, you can still get it and you can still spread it. Okay. B, what? So COVID doesn't like places that employ 99 people, but if you got 100, it's coming. Carrie, is that the story, that COVID likes 100 people or more?
0: I have never seen that, actually, that statistic. So is there
2: anything scientific or medical that you've read, heard of, or reported on for two straight years that would suggest when you get the 100th employee, then you're done? No. No. So they decided they would do this, and not through some sort of government fiat, some executive order from Biden that we would all ignore. No, no, we're going to do this and enforce it through OSHA. OSHA is the, was the Occupational Health and Safety Administration or something. So um, OSHA is going to do it, and OSHA was, of course, put in place to protect workers from unsafe work conditions like on the assembly line or if you're walking around at work and constantly there's, there's glass or nails sticking up out of the floorboards. I mean, then you'd have a problem, and OSHA comes in, finds you, and makes you fix it. OSHA was never about forcing your employees to get a medical procedure they might not want. So in other words, they were trying to force a jab in your arm, or you might lose your job. In other words, persecution and job loss if you didn't consent to them putting a needle in your arm. That goes against informed consent. That goes against the Constitution, your freedoms and liberties and privacy. And I knew that it wasn't going to stick. Well, in fact, that was struck down today by the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court says, no, OSHA has not been given the authority by Congress in other words, Congress has to vote and give them the authority. Then we can challenge Congress in that, in that law if you wanted to. But Congress has not given them the authority to mandate vaccines. So that's out the window. Let me make this clear. If you work for a company that employs 100 people or more, and they're still mandating that you get a vaccine or a shot in your arm, that, that business is doing it on its own. It's not doing it because the government's making them do it. Let me make sure we are clear as a bell. The business is doing it on its own. The government is not making them do it because that's illegal. The government can't make them do it. Except, and that's through OSHA, the second ruling that happened today, he had Kavanaugh, a guy that we all defended, who are conservatives and who love the, the Constitution. We all defended this guy. He sided with Roberts and the liberal judges in saying that in the Missouri case against the Biden administration, that Health and Human Services does somehow have congressional authority to mandate vaccines. Of course it doesn't, but they ruled that it does. And the way that they would enforce the ruling is if you've got a medical facility that that, that I don't think it even has a, a number, a minimum number of employees, if you've got a medical facility that is out there doing medical either checkups or diagnoses or operations or whatever, and you're expected to get paid or reimbursed by Medicaid or Medicare, HHS can stop the reimbursement from happening unless you prove everybody's vaccinated. So they can force it on medical workers where the facility gets money from Medicaid and Medicare. But in that case, as the lawyer friend I have Dave Coleman said last hour, um, there is a silver lining in that you can get a medical or religious exemption and it has to be accepted. So those are the rulings that happened today. Those who are trying to force mandates were out of their mind from from start. But the fact that they upheld the HHS having the ability to hold back money if you don't get everybody vaccinated is crazy to me. That's nuts. And the fact that Kavanaugh did that shows me this guy's not as smart as I thought he was. So your thoughts on this. Now the rulings are out. Your thoughts on this? Uh, Now you've thought about it. I've given you the straight information. Carrie, did I get anything wrong? You did not. Thank you. And believe me, it hurts her to say that. So, Yeah, I know. So uh, I'll take your calls. I'll take your questions on this. As I've said a million times, I think we just added it up. It was 999,999, but I'm going to say it the millionth time. If you're being threatened with losing your job and you're not at a medical facility that gets Medicaid and Medicare, if you're being threatened that you'll lose your job if you don't get a vaccination or a shot in your arm, this is not because of government legal authority. This is your business firing you for no reason other than they feel like it. And like I've said, if you get if there's a threat of your job, don't quit. If you're not proving a point by quitting. Let them fire you because if they fire you for this unlawful mandate that the government can't even enforce, now private businesses can make this a stipulation to work there, to go to work there. I'll explain what I mean in a second. But allow them to fire you, then you've got a legal case. Now, here's what I mean that private businesses can require it. But I believe, and I'm not your lawyer, but I believe that the business cannot fire somebody who has already been working there. So I've been working for a certain company for 15, 16, 20 years. The company now says... We're going to mandate you get a vaccine. I, because when I signed on and when I took the job, I know there was no provision saying I've got to be vaccinated. I believe I have the right to say I'm not getting vaccinated was not a stipulation of working here. And now if they want to fire me, I think I can sue them. If there is a new employee they're bringing on, I do believe they can mandate that before they hire you. I do believe that because a business, a private proprietor, I think should have the ability to set the rules of his or her business. But not if you've already hired somebody without that stipulation, without that that qualification. I don't think they can go back and say, oh, yeah, by the way, I also need you to cut off your baby toe. I mean, I don't think they can do that. Now, if they want to require something before you can get employment there, I think that's a different thing completely. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here.
0: This is The Joe Pags Show.
2: Glad to have you. Thanks for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. I did a two-minute video at the top of the hour during my commercial break that I'm posting over on Rumble right now. Go to rumble.com and look for Joe Pags or just go and get the Rumble app and, uh, and check out Joe Pags. Or easy, the easy way to do it, just go to my, my website. Just go to joepags.com. Scroll down, you'll see the Rumble link. Uh, go there and click on it, and it's the latest video that I posted. It's about two minutes and six seconds. Explains exactly what it was that the Supreme Court ruled today. And this will answer a lot of questions that you might have. Let me go to the phone lines. In the meantime, a lot of people do have questions about what happened today. It's going to be, uh, let's see here, line four and Ed, San Antonio. Hi, Ed. What's going on?
6: Well, hello, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'm a health care worker and a nurse, and I'm just really appalled by this whole, uh, uh, what the Supreme Court has passed. I understand that, uh, you know, we as, we as citizens pay into uh, to Medicare, and we also pay in for our Social Security. And, uh, and the, and the um, government manages that money, but that's our money that we put in. And for the government to say that uh, because they are providing CMS uh, or hospitals with uh, money to cover Medicare services, and therefore they can dictate to the private sector, the hospital workers, that we have to do what the government says, I think it's absurd and, it, and it's egregious. I think that the, um, uh, number one, if I wanted to work for the government, whether I'm in the military or I take a government job, then the government has say on over me because they're my, my my sole employer. And they can make me take vaccines like they do in the military. I sign up, but I also get a retirement with them and health benefit. We got, is the government going to start providing us with uh, with retirement? And concern, is, are they going to consider us their employees because we're getting some money from the government when it's the people's money paying for their insurance? Well, they extend this into the uh, Social Security realm? If you're 65, 67, you start getting the money that you put into Social Security. Now you're getting the government money, so you have to do what the government says and get. And those people have to get vaccinated as well. Uh, and like I said, I don't get a retirement with the government. I didn't sign up to work for the government. That, that's a, that. When you make that conscious choice to to not work in the to work in the private sector versus the the government sector, you get additional benefits in the government sector. They're going to extend that. So I think this is egregious, not to mention this is an experimental drug. It's not even proven. The safety and efficacy of this drug is right. not proven. And, and the force that's in our arms is is, is incredulous.
2: It is. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Ed, thank you. I think very well said. I think something that Ed just said really should um, hit home for you. And, and here's what I mean. The government is taking our money to pay for Medicaid and Medicare. The government doesn't make any money on its own. It takes it from us. It's fleecing us to get Medicaid and Medicare funded. And then it gets to decide how the money is spent. Think about it. If we kept the money and they didn't get it, we would decide how the money is spent. This is the same same thing as Obamacare or universal health care or one-payer system. If a single-payer system, by the way, that means the government pays all your hospital bills and all your doctor's bills. They get to decide who gets the procedure. They get to decide who has to get it. They get to decide if they don't want you to get it. They get to decide if you get a diagnosis or not. They get to decide if you have to wait eight months to, go, to be seen for an ACL injury or something. If the government has the authority to control where the money goes after they've stolen the money from us, the government can decide who does and who doesn't. Get that care. The government can decide who does and doesn't have to take a shot in their arm. This is why allowing government to take over one-sixth of the economy under Obama for Obamacare, the unaffordable health care system, allowing them to do that, the government to take that over, allowed the government to do anything they wanted after stealing money from us. Keep in mind, when you get your paycheck, that Medicaid, Medicare money has gone. It's just taken right out. They're stealing it from you. You work, they take the money. That's the way it works. And you have no right to even complain about it, it seems. So what he just said is absolutely right. They're taking our money, funding Medicaid and Medicare, and then they're spending it only if those healthcare facilities get in line and force a vaccine or a shot mandate. That's pretty sick. That's pretty sick, to be honest with you. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, Johnny in Minnesota. Johnny, what's going on? Hi.
7: Hey Joe Peggs how you doing? Living the John, green man Talk to, to me used to be... <laughs> well this I'm from the state that used to be great Minnesota, where our horrible governor just put mask mandates in now. You have to show that cards now to to go into restaurants, but I guess you don't have to to vote you know so here's the deal I, I the last caller just uh hit on a little bit. I didn't really hear anything about the military, you know, and it sure seems like you know all these hospital workers. And everybody that they were so counting on and praised them, and, well, they sure turned on them really quick. You know, they really—they sure did. They, their they back listen. They were all heroes, just like the police and Johnny. They—they they were yep.
2: heroes. They, they they were saving our lives on the front lines and putting their lives at risk. And we have to save the N95 masks for them. Now we're firing them and masse. It doesn't make any sense.
7: Nope, makes no sense. It just shows you how how two fa- It just shows that the Democrats just this whole. This whole regime, it's a regime. It's just so power-hungry, and it's just horrible. You know, I just, I I really hope people wake up. I I really appreciate you. I love your show, you know. And, oh, by the way, uh, this is off a different topic. Remember, at the end of the day, you were talking about um, Kamala Harris and letting people out of jail and stuff like that, helping fund it. Yeah. Uh, A guy who was, that they paid for that Freedom Fund, here in Minnesota, I don't know if I made national news, was uh, uh, one of them that she agreed to get out, committed murder in a drive-by shooting on a highway.
3: Well,
2: listen, I hear you. I don't know anything about that story. Send me an email that'll highlight the story. I'll check out the link that you have for me, and I'll look into it, and I'll certainly report it. I don't know anything about it, so it's not easy to, to go to that other topic that I, I'm not prepared to talk about. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I would certainly I would welcome you sending me an email Pags at JoePags dot com. Just go to JoePags dot com, and I'll look into it. Appreciate you. Um, I've got less than a minute, Fernando, but it's yours. You got to go fast.
5: Hey Joe, I uh, just wanted to comment on the,
6: uh, the what you said about um, uh, private businesses uh, mandating yes. uh, the vaccine. I feel that um, they're going to open up themselves up to lawsuits. Uh, if somebody gets sick from uh, getting the jab, uh, I think they're going to be liable.
2: I agree. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right because this is experimental. This is that you're being forced to do it or else you lose your livelihood. I think you're absolutely right. That's why I say if you already work there, I don't think, Fernando, they can they can force you to take it. I don't think they can mandate it. And let them fire you. Then you can sue them. But if you're going to go to work there, now you do have informed consent where you say, if I want to work there, I'm going to get the shot. I am consenting to this. But if you already work there and they're threatening your job, let them fire you. I think they lose every time. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Independent journalist Ivory Hecker. Remember, she quit, but didn't quit. She got fired after showing the bias of her TV station in Houston during a live shot. We've got her latest journalism pieces that she's working on, and much more when we come back.
1: This is The Joe Pags Show.
2: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She is a journalist who is unafraid to actually do journalism, which is new in this day and age, to be honest with you. You remember that she, you might remember, she was on a live shot at her TV station in Houston, Texas, and decided she would out the station for its bias, and then went ahead and did the live shot and did a great job with the live shot. It's it's Ivory Hecker. Ivory, how are you? Good to see you.
8: Doing great. Good to see
1: you,
2: Jeff. So you're doing great work. You've got your YouTube channel. You've got your website, ivoryhacker.com. Um, but I have to know right up front, you had friends in TV news. I had friends in TV news when I was a TV news guy. And maybe one person out of my 20 years of being in television news keeps in contact with me because I'm the evil conservative that tells the truth. So when you left, did your friends and, and coworkers support you quietly? I know that they couldn't do it publicly, but did you get support from people or no?
8: Yeah, I did get quiet support from a few, but a lot of people just kept their distance from me. You know, including some people I used to talk to every day. Just wouldn't wouldn't say anything, and I um and I didn't try to reach out to them at at that time either. I just I've let people have their space right now because I understand some people uh, might. Be afraid of me. I think some people in TV news think that I think they're all the enemy. And I don't think that. I think that the top corporate bosses are the ones with compromised interests who are pulling the strings right. of people on the TV screen.
2: Well, it's very well said. When I came up in journalism, uh, we actually wanted to break the story. We wanted to have the exclusive. We wanted to make sure that we exposed what wrong there was going on. The actual intention of Freedom of the Press back in the day, and you know this because you're, you're doing it every day, was to keep government in check, to make sure that really hard questions were asked of government to find out why they're doing something that could resemble tyranny um so that was our job uh, i i couldn't wait to break a story you couldn't wait to break a story what's going on with the new generation of journalists do they think that the job is to expose one political side and push the other political side there's
8: definitely a culture that way you know i had a 9 year corporate news career in various newsrooms and every newsroom had this leftist slant culture to it where um it's it was just very taboo to cover any right-wing person in a way that makes them seem level-headed. Right. Like, if you're covering a right-wing person, you, there's this this subtle pressure to make them look bad. That's the culture in TV news.
2: I, is it subtle, though? I, it was subtle. When, the last time I was in yeah. a TV newsroom, I was the, the main anchor on the CBS affiliate in Albany's Connected Detroit, New York, uh, in the capital region of New York. We would argue every day openly. Uh, but there, And as much as there was this attempt to elbow us to be unbiased, or to be biased, I should say, to the left, I fought and made sure we were unbiased. Um, is it subtle today? Because I get the feeling that it's even more out in the open today that you will not cover that that way. In fact, wasn't it Sinclair or somebody recently? Wasn't Sinclair. It was uh, uh, wherever the company is uh, that runs um, that runs the Ken's five here in San Antonio. And I can't think of the company right now, but there's a big media conglomeration that actually has diversity officers. And you should cover crime differently. Don't show suspect pictures. Don't show, you know, mug shots. This whole push is to stop, you know, just telling the truth and to present people in a different way. Was that happening when you were in because you were in the newsroom way more recently than I was?
8: Well, yeah, when I when I started out in corporate news almost a decade ago, they they, right away, they were telling me, well, try to put an equal number of black people, white people, et cetera, in your in your interviews. Try to get, you know, make it look really balanced. And I was like, well, you know, if like that's if I'm out man on street interviewing people. Right. You know, how about you know just who who's actually out on the street? Right. You're, you're saying, I no these these five white people. Uh, we can't hear from them because I'm on the hunt for a black person. That's right. kind of weird. That's kind of weird. But I mean, there were there were weird uh, little rules like that. But also, I, I call it subtle because if you confront the bosses about this and say, "Hey, why is this culture?" Of why is there a culture of trying to make right wing people look bad on TV? They would deny it, and and they w- they they keep it subtle in that there's never there's never like a spoken or written memo saying you have to do this, and so they'll they'll say I'm uh, reading into things, you know, because it, during the pandemic I did start to more and more aggressively call this stuff out because the uh, the slant got so bad on a lot of things, and they, they did a good job of keeping everything subtle, so it was hard for me to, uh, you know, peg, peg anything against them.
2: No, I got you. No, so I, I get what you mean by subtle now. In other words, they'll just deny it. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll make you do it they'll sort of push you to do it they'll say hey why didn't you do it and then when you say well why are you why are you biased this way they'll say we're not what are you talking about i get it so 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 they're they're lying to you it's ivory Hacker. go to ivoryhecker.com check out all of these interviews that she does she's exposing the real news while also exposing the left-leaning slant so you've been covering COVID 19 better than most and and, and I, I congratulate you for that because you're unafraid um but i've got to ask you this why do you think in your heart of hearts, having done your investigative journalism, maybe, maybe what your feelings are, your opinion is, why is corporate American news, why are they so complicit when it comes to running you know, some sort of interference for big big pharma, running interference for the big left, running interference for Fauci, who we know is a big fat liar, who doesn't really know much uh, about things. All you have to do is go back to the 80s when he talked about AIDS and he was dead wrong about it. Why do you think they do it? Is it because of big pharma money? Is it really all about money?
8: well there's been this ongoing culture of uh you know this the CDC is this uh whole holy you know up there thing that we need to uh listen to what they say and it'll help us it'll protect us and and we as tv news people are watching over you our audience and we we want to protect you so we're going to pass down this wonderful guidance and it's just this uh it's just this culture of not questioning some of these government agencies right. and um and I don't know if that culture formed because of the fact that you know I don't know big Pharma is in bed with the CDC and big Pharma' is in bed with the with the TV news outlets. I mean, all the commercial breaks have big pharma commercials on them. Yep. but uh, you know it's there, there, there was this pushback when I said, we need to question these things." when I was working at Fox 26, Houston, there was always this this subtle pushback um because it, the the narrative was established at that point everyone just it seems like everyone just senses out the narrative including my bosses well this is how the rest of the media is covering it so we're going to cover that that way too we don't want to be the odd ones out so it's just hard to pinpoint why it is this way but there was definitely pushback when when it came to hey we really need to look out look into
2: What's really going on here? Well, I read the CDC has been wrong. The NIH has been wrong. The WHO has been wrong. China's been lying about this. Fauci has been wrong. This is all verifiable. I'm not making this up. I can give you examples of how they've all been wrong and how they've actually contradicted each other. So as a journalist, as a television or podcast news person, as a person who's out there in the fore doing good journalism, why aren't you allowed to ask those questions when we know there's there's hypocrisy, when we know that there's contradiction? Isn't that our job? Absolutely.
8: Yeah, and especially when... Uh, the government is purchasing these vaccines, whether we like it or not. And the CDC is the in-arm of the federal government. Right. And uh, and, the, and they've decided to purchase, you know, spend tons of our taxpayer dollars, whether we like it or not, on these. So, of course, they have an incentive to push people uh, to think that the, the vaccine is the end-all, be-all. They don't want to buy these vaccines and not use them.
2: I watched your interview with an NBC director um, uh, just a little while ago, and it was great. But I found you, I found you self-censoring, which I, fo- I thought was kind of interesting because you want the platform on YouTube. I get it. Are you on Rumble as well? By the way,
8: yeah, I just created a Rumble recently. I've, I've put two uploads on there, but I need to use that more.
2: Yeah, but I, I, I biggest, would urge the you to.
8: Audience is on YouTube. It is, and I've been, um, you know, I've been pushed. To keep keep posting. I mean, my kind of my mentors are saying keep posting on YouTube because that's where the eyeballs are. And now I've checked your rumble. You have a huge rumble audience. Right. I would love to take after you and migrate my viewers over there. I, I, need, to, do well, that you, I need to Well, that. Well, you and I
2: need to talk about that off the air. Absolutely. I want to help you do that because I think what you do is very, very valuable, and I think you're great at it. Uh, YouTube, the problem is when I put up my interview with Mike Lindell, they suspended me and demonetized me. When I put up my interview with, um, with Dr. Richard Urso, they demonetized me and suspended me. When I put up my interview with Dr. Robert Malone, they just deleted it. And and uh, again, suspended me for another week. So YouTube has made it clear they're not going to let me grow the channel. I've been on YouTube for 15 years or something, 10 years or 11 years at least, and I've got 18,000 followers. Over on Rumble, I've got 161,000 in a very short amount of time. So Rumble is a great alternative, and I hope that you'll look into it. But the reason why I brought that up is you were interviewing this guy who's got a great story to tell, and I want you to get into it in a second. But you said the I word. You didn't say ivermectin. You literally said the I-word, or, or we'll yeah. say HC. We won't say hydroxychloroquine. Uh, yeah. we're, we've been beaten about the head so much figuratively to not do or step out of line for what Google or what Facebook or what Twitter wants us to do that we sometimes aren't even getting the full story out there. Now, I, I found it to be endearing because you're still on the on the platform and you have to do that. They will go through with a machine and hear the word Ivermectin and either delete it or demonetize that video. I get why you did it. But that's that's a pretty scary place to be in a free liberated society, isn't it? Where we have freedom oh, of the yeah. press that we have to not say a word or else somebody will take our living away from us?
8: Yeah, we live in a an artificial intelligence era now, and the bots on YouTube are a part of that artificial intelligence. The bots have been programmed to pick up keywords and zap those those profiles. And ivermectin is one of the most tackled words by those bots on YouTube. So I just had to learn. I had to learn what the bots are programmed to look for. Right. And I can easily talk around that. When I say the I word, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Right. That's all that matters is that my audience can understand. And by doing that, I've been able to do in-depth analysis of the effectiveness of ivermectin in India and show show charts about India and really show what's going on to a larger YouTube audience. While never saying ivermectin people know what I'm talking about, I reach more people. So that's why...
2: I've been successfully doing that so far. It, I listen, it's it's a smart <laughs> move. I'm I'm not criticizing you. It's a smart move. I understand why you're doing it and it makes sense. What bothers me is that in 2022 Planet Earth, we can't tell people how successful Ivermectin has been in India. We can't tell people how successful hydroxychloroquine has been in Nigeria where they all take it for malaria. And and guess what? Their per capita COVID cases are almost nothing because they're all on on HEQ. So it bothers me that you can't just do journalism. Listen, if somebody wants to challenge what Ivory Hecker, uh, Hecker says, fine, challenge it and present what your challenge is. But to just have the ability to shut you down when you're not doing anything wrong and, in fact, you're informing us, that's a major problem, is it not?
8: It's a huge red flag. And it's one of the top reasons I actually left Fox because I identified this happening right away in summer of 2020 is when that one doctor was talking about hydroxychloroquine. We saw the most widespread censorship across um, all of the monopolized social media outlets that we'd ever seen. I called it out publicly on my social media. Fox comes after me hard for that. And why does Fox not want a journalist to stand up for free, free speech? That's a great because you question. Can't have, you can't have free press without free speech. So I said, get, get me out of the corporate news.
2: And I'm glad that you got out of the corporate news, and now you're doing great journalism. Uh, go to her website and check out every story she does. Great interview with Lara Logan. We don't have time to get into that right now. I do want you, though, to take a couple of minutes just to let my audience know why they should go and watch this interview with this uh, with this NBC director. I found his story to be very, very interesting because here's a guy that works for the left-leaning media who, when he got COVID-19 took uh, more of Joe Rogan's lead, if you will. Go ahead. Yeah,
8: Yeah, totally. So he actually caught COVID the same day Joe Rogan did, and he actually did the same protocol Joe Rogan did, which was the kitchen sink method, uh, a lot of IV drips, as well as monoclonal antibodies, and ivermectin. And he knocked it out in, I think he said, two days. Um, Yeah, He works for one of the major corporations um, that is pushing that this is wacko, that you should never use ivermectin. So it's interesting to see that these uh, news corporations, you know, there's people within them who know that, that what the propaganda, the news outlet is pushing is crap. He's a sales director. So he's in charge of making sure that ad space is filled uh, during the commercial break, but he's, He's risking his job now, he, coming out saying enough of this uh, with the mandates. He has a medical condition where actually the vaccines could seriously compromise his health. He said, I'm not getting the vaccine. And for that, he's, um, his job is being highly compromised right now. He's not allowed to meet with clients, NBC is telling him. He doesn't like that. He knows other people are losing their jobs because of this. So he's putting his entire job on the line and taking a vocal public stand against vaccine mandates he uh, organized uh, a huge march that's going to happen on January 23rd, and that's what he came on my YouTube and talked to me about. Right. Got together with Dr. Robert Malone and other heavy hitters and said, let's do a giant march. Um, so it, it was impressive to see that coming from a, an NBC uh, guy.
2: Yeah, and they can get that link over at your website, right?
8: Yeah, well, that actually is up on my YouTube, totally free. I wanted to keep it up there.
2: Uh, on YouTube. Yeah, you just look her up Ivory Hacker. it's H-E-C-K-E-R it's her last name and go check out her YouTube and go support her over there as well. Um, let me ask you one last question again go to com. I love the journalism you're doing I, I love your backbone and I think that you're you're making a huge difference but Ivory, will we get to a place soon in this country where the left media where the government has to admit yes, ivermectin works, yes, hydroxychloroquine works, yes, vitamin D works, yes, you know, uh, zinc works. You know, Dr. Zelenko's protocol really did go through clinical trials, and, and uh, the epidemiologist, reach you know, he knows what he's talking about. Will they have to admit that these other alternatives do, in fact, work, or do you fear that they're going to keep on pushing the jab as long as they can?
8: I think they're really going to try to keep pushing as long as they can, but there there've been more and more studies that are still ongoing. Just yesterday I interviewed a clinical trial participant, a clinical trial being uh, done right now at the University of Minnesota. Now he joined that trial in August, but this is looking at the effectiveness of ivermectin against COVID. And so there there already there's already a stack of studies on its effectiveness against COVID. The the little um Narrative right now is that, well, those studies aren't robust enough. Well, as more and more studies pile up, they can't keep saying that, you know.
2: More, uh, ro- more like, robust than any studies we've got on these experimental drugs, that's for sure. These jabs, exactly. we have no studies. I mean, give me a break.
8: Exactly. Yeah, and we're two years into this pandemic, and there were great um, initial indicators that ivermectin was highly effective against this. And you're saying you haven't had time in these past two years to do a robust study? Yeah, people, more and more people are catching on to this propaganda. And uh, they're going to, I think they're eventually going to have to admit to some of this.
2: And they're learning a lot from you because you're speaking the truth. Real journalism, go to Ivory Hecker on, um, uh, on YouTube. Go to her website, ivoryhecker.com. Ivory, come back off, and I love the, the job that you're doing, and I watch everything that you do. I'm very impressed, and I think the American people are getting a lot of knowledge from you. Thank you for doing that. Come back soon, okay?
8: Will do. Thanks so much, Joe.
2: All right, we're back after this. Stay right here.
1: This is the Joe Pag Show.
2: Glad to have you here. Make sure you go check out Ivory Hacker, ivoryhacker.com. Also, check out our YouTube site. Doing very well there as well. Listen, as we get older, we know that we start losing that energy that we used to have, that pep in our step, if you will. Starting to fail when it comes to to doing something that we used to do easily, like dancing or maybe taking that long walk, exercising, playing music, whatever it happens, focusing on your job. It all starts to get harder as you get older because you're, you're losing the ability to focus. You're losing the ability to have that energy because you're not taking care of your body and your blood flow and your circulation. Your cardiovascular system can get some great help from Super Beats Heart Chews. Super Beat Heart Chews is going to help you to avoid those afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. You could just use them. Two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews. Add them to your morning routine. Promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day. No caffeine crash, no sugar crash because Super Beats Heart Chews Have unique, clinically researched grapeseed extract that promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. Go right now to the website, joelovesbeats.com, joelovesbeats.com. Save yourself some money, 90-day money-back guarantee, free returns, free shipping. Get a free 30-day supply with your first order, joelovesbeats.com. Make it happen now.
0: This is The Joe Park Show.
1: The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Paggs.
2: Hey, great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to this hour. It's going to be Campus Reform. Every Thursday, we love bringing you a great young journalist from CampusReform.org. They do a wonderful job of bringing real news to you. From college and university campuses Where there's a lot of nuttiness going on That you might not even know about I do have a PAGS parody We'll play that off the top here as well And we're going to get to some stories That if you're a parent with a kid in school You're going to be angry about Plus, I have posted something online That will explain in about two minutes What the Supreme Court of the United States Decided today on mandates On a Thursday Carrie, how you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing okay
2: Making it happen? Mm, Of course Gotta it done? Yes. Hello. Always.
1: That's Polo. That's Sam.
2: That's
1: me. Uh, a lot of attitude
2: from Chocolate Voice today.
1: What?
2: What normally happens is somebody's like, I love your voice. You're so wonderful. You're so wonderful. You're incredible. And then you're like, I'm sassy. Carrie today. <laughs>
0: Nobody has
2: said that. That was my voice, though. Unfortunately. Like Brad with some stupid tweeter. not 100%, though. Have you ever been though? Let's be
1: honest. What? Thursday
2: almost. Friday the weekend's almost here. It's how we do. Terry, right. we do so much for the people. I couldn't play the parody last hour.
0: Oh, that's a shame, right? That was a real shame, and I think. We're so jam-packed for the third hour. That
2: oh, what do we have this hour? I we, don't, we don't. We've got the
0: interview with Campus Reform. Yes. We're going to be talking about
2: Satan. Um, yeah, it's jam-packed. Oh, why do you want to talk about Satan? What's wrong with you? Why do you want to talk
0: about <laughs> well, Satan? Well, no, that story. What the hell is you, wrong like, with you? That's story you'll to read. Wow.
2: It's about Satan. Yeah. I may or may not have asked you to, to read a story about Satan. I yeah. may or may not have asked that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I still think we have time, to don't be honest. I think so. Yeah. No. Don't
0: think the so. last
2: hour, what happened was, because pe- people, people don't realize this, I, I am constantly prepping for the show. I don't care what's going on. It could be four in the morning. I'm constantly thinking, hey, maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow. Hey, you know that. I'm always observing yes. everything. Yeah. And then, And you also know going in, you're not really sure what we're going to talk about yet today. Uh, this is true. Yeah, very true. Paula doesn't know. Sam doesn't know. you guys have an idea because you guys all give me ideas. And, and, hey, this might be kind of cool to bring up on the show. And they're wonderful about that. But you never really know until I crack the mic and we start talking about it. So tonight, as we're talking about the Supreme Court ruling, and by the way, if you didn't see the Supreme Court ruling on mandates, you're going to want to see it if you're an employee anywhere, and most of you are, um, or if you're a medical worker anywhere, there's actually a different decision for you um just go right now to my website joepags.com scroll down click on rumble it's the latest video i posted on rumble go and watch it it's like two minutes and six seconds that explains exactly what happened today in the supreme court you're going to want to see it your wife or husband going to want to see it kids are going to want to see it your friends and family spread around everywhere carry everybody's going to want to see it okay whatever you say normally during the break i take a break maybe talk to the chat but during the break I actually did a video for the people, and I put it up there. Now, if I'm going to go through that effort as I'm doing my little radio show, at least you can do is go look at it, right?
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. duh. Yeah. So when the ruling came down, I get an email from my friend Dave Coleman, who is a, a great lawyer in Michigan, and he started, he's a big, long explainer on what the ruling says. And he said, no, no, screw that. Sam, get Dave on the phone. She's calling Dave. She's screening calls. We get Dave on the line. Pop him right on the air. Because I thought that it would make sense to have somebody who knows what the hell he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not me, for God's sakes. Oh, no, um, please. What's that? Just, I was talking to the people. I
0: was agreeing with you. But Yeah, yeah. Leave it to the experts. Yeah. Anything else? No, I'm done. Thank you. You can continue
2: wow can i thank you i appreciate <laughs> well. you letting me know um so yeah we had dave on we we did a good long 10 minute interview with him we we figured out exactly what's going on i've encapsulated it i put it up on the rumbles go and check it out right now if you're on parlor we're on there it's joe pags at joe pags you're on getter which is now grown like crazy um go there right now it's at joe talk show joe talk show go and follow on getter right now if you're on uh MeWe, it's joe pags if you're on I mean, fill in the blank. Uh, Gab, it's Joe Pags. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, it's all Joe Talk Show. If it's a verified account with my face on it, it's going to be me. So go and check that out because I really do think that people are going to need a simple explanation, not something you get from the nightly news, not even something you get from Kerry, who does a great job, but the story was much longer than I just did a quick video. Here's what it says. Here's what they did. Here's why they did it. Kavanaugh went with Roberts on this thing. We're not really sure why. And I just explained the whole thing. JoePags.com. And uh, scroll down, click on Rumble. Uh, or, or just go to any of those social media sites where I've actually posted it. There now, that quick video that we did during the break. Now we didn't have time for the parody last hour, but and I wasn't going to play it again. But Carrie liked it so much in the first hour. I did. You said it made said me that? laugh, so I liked it. Uh, those were your words.
0: Well, okay, that's that is what I said.
2: Right, right. That's all. I, I was just relaying what you said. Right. Okay. And say I liked it. So therefore, so much. because Carrie liked it, I wasn't going to play it again. But well, you don't you have liked to. It so much, I, I'm good.
0: I'm good with it. Just hearing it. I'm alarms. only doing
2: it because you really am. found some joy in it, which mm-hmm. uh, is rare for you, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Grumpy face. Uh-huh. So, so uh, yeah, why don't we do it again? Uh, this is uh, it's something yeah, I call yeah. the Fauci Blues. the Pags parody. But, but Polo's right. This is a really lame karaoke version of it, to be honest with you. Fauci Blues. Let's go. Pax Parody.
1: Came from Wuhan. Hit us, old man. What? Avoid this bug. Maybe that's the plan. Bring it now. He told us. Came from a bad, bad. The sound went on. Didn't believe that. Hook, now hook. Doctor, doctor, this guy's a fool. I've got up bad case of Fauci blues. This guy's a lion tool. I've got a bad case of Fauci blues.
2: I call it a lion tool right there is a tool. Yeah.
1: Said don't wear masks that didn't last. Then put you on blast if you skip that test
2: on now.
1: he thinks he's cute makes me want to puke. <laughs> What? change stories fast he can kiss my ass
2: let's go now bring it bring it
1: doctor doctor with him we lose i've got a bad case of fauci blues challenge him and it will boo-hoo i've got a bad case of fauci
2: I could have ended it there, but I went for the bridge. Shut oh. up! What's that? Whoa, I couldn't hear you. Whoa, whoa, Uh-oh, whoa, whoa! whoa. Well, listen, wait. There was a whoa there. <laughs> Come on. I got another.
1: <laughs> I know we trusted this guy at first, then he lost us. Oh, here we go. There
2: you go. Hold up mm.
1: He was done. His lies exposed. Read from the truth. Challenged, he'd explode. Turned friend to foe. You got that bad? What was that? I don't about? Know. Should cancel plans if they won't get the trap. Take it home, take it home, come on. Doctor, doctor, he's got no tact. I think that Fauci's been smoking crack. Uh-oh. So sick of his lying poop. I've got a bad case about. Fauci blues.
2: It's a requirement in the PAX hmm. parody. That's a PAX parody, Fauci blues. Now, what I'll do after the show tonight is I'll take that video of us playing it the first time, and I'll put the words to the song on there, which always helps out. People seem to like them better when they can see the words and they can kind of sing along, right? So um, a, a couple of requirements. A, I have to tell the subject of the song to kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. And B, I've got to question whether the subject of the song is smoking crack. Yeah. Now, if I don't do both of those, what's the third requirement that could cover both of them? Now, you think, because you've heard these for years now. If I don't do one or both of those, what can I do and still Mm, get by?
0: Are you asking for a drug test?
2: It could be that, but I mean, Mm. the whole smoke and crack thing is kind of tied into that. Uh, What's the one thing I can do production-wise that would cover kiss my ass or do you smoke crack? uh, I don't know. What? Sam knows. Some kind of noise?
0: I don't know.
1: Polo? Lots of Joe.
2: No, 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 no. The one thing I can do in production that that will cover that is if I curse in the song and have to bleep it out.
0: Oh, right, 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 right,
2: yeah. I've not done that in a while, Mm. which I need to. You It's always a challenge bleeping it out, though, because let's say it's the SH word, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't bleep out enough in the beginning... And enough of the end. It's, the word is still there.
0: This is true. Yeah, but if you careful. leave out too
2: much of it, then you might lose the meaning in the in the song. Like, well, what what word did he say? Yeah. So you try to get the shh in there without getting the rest of it. Mm, right. Or you leave out that part and just go with the it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to do a. I want you to do one. I want you to do a parody one Just just do one. It surprise everybody.
0: Um. Maybe we'll see.
2: Now, let me say this. Polo will never, ever, ever do a parody. No. But he's come up with some of the best ideas that I've yeah. ever done. Yeah. To be honest with you, he's, he's the idea man, which is crazy good. Um, uh, I might do a Bon Jovi parody tomorrow. No. 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 There's one that just kind of writes itself. Which one? I can't. I can't say. Oh, you don't then you know. Guys absolutely no. Then you don't know. Oh, no. It writes itself. I have very limited Bon Jovi knowledge. Yeah. And this one writes itself. <laughs>
0: I may take tomorrow off then. I may have There's something really to we'll say.
2: <laughs> we'll call you. We'll call you. We'll me. call you. 888 941 PAGS, dot PAGS.com. Nope. Let's get into the Satan story. Satan? <gasps> That's
0: what I and thought. For some too. reason, lady. Our,
2: kids, our kids have to learn. About Satan now? What, 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 are, what are we doing? Yeah,
0: crazy. Uh, this is from the Blaze and Moline, Illinois Elementary Schools, making major headlines after administrators allowed a flyer for an after school Satan club to circulate. Meetings for the club, which is sponsored and hosted by the Satanic Temple, will take place on school property after hours. A flyer that made the rounds on social media described the club meetings as being based on a uniform syllabus that emphasizes a scientific, nationalist, non-superstitious worldview and is set to be held at Jane Adams Elementary School over a period of five dates through May, the first taking place on Thursday. Now, the club, geared toward first through fifth graders, promises attendees science projects, puzzles and games, arts and crafts projects and nature activities. In a statement on the flyer, a spokesperson for the Moline-Coal Valley School District said there are policies and administrative procedures in place which allow for community use of its publicly funded facilities outside the school day. The spokesperson added that all religious groups are permitted to rent the school facilities for a fee.
2: Come on, man. This is a public Who's, school?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Elementary And school. what are they teaching? What, what are they teaching? The, the the greatness of Satanism how? What?
0: Um I scroll back up um they are sounds like there's
2: some real benefits for the kids there first, pray to the devil and a, then a
0: scientific nationalist non-superstitious worldview
2: no 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 Satanism isn't that Satanism is first of all they can lie anytime they want so that's all a lie uh the second thing is they worship the devil. The but they devil have when it comes to good and
0: arts and crafts.
2: Well, what happens when you put the puzzle together?
0: <laughs> I'm not. It's sure. It's Lucifer
2: saying, "Give me your soul." What is? I it? mean, that's crazy.
0: Who's going to send their first grader to a? Give
2: me your soul, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's horrible. It's nuts. <laughs> but 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 they are they're literally renting out the space to these people. Uh, yes. Come on, dude. Yes. Come on, What's man. Happening. Yes. Then you've got you've got the, the pole dancing transvestites that go and they read story time in the morning, then they, they try to teach the four year olds how to how to twerk. What are we doing in our society? But if you want to bring the Bible into the into school, oh, what? No, no way. it's freak out time, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. You
0: cannot Dude. do that.
2: Dude. All right, eight at You want your, your your buildings that you built with your property tax money, you want those to be housing some Satanistic get togethers? Is that what you want? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Plenty more to come. Stay here.
0: You're listening to Joe
1: Pags.
2: to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to, and I appreciate you taking the time. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be be campusreform.org. Always a great young correspondent, getting the job done right, and really enlightening us about what's happening on campus. Uh, Carrie just got a a really good email. I'm going to go ahead and read this one.
0: Um, Is it about your parody? Because you don't have to. We can do another story or something before the break.
2: Why do you assume that it's about my parody?
0: Because you want to read it.
2: Well, it's not about my parody. Can I read it? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: When you're in this kind of mood, I mean, do you realize how rude you're just being?
0: <laughs> I'm really not, no. Come on. You've been rude I, back, Listen, I,
2: I, told you, I told you this off the air. I prefer this character. <laughs> I know. So, I so know. bring, this, I bring this one anytime you want. All right. That's fine. Um, uh, this, I'm going to say his name. Uh, I, I don't know if you want me to say his name. But he said, uh, when the whole virus thing, Mr. Pax, when the whole virus thing started, I thought you were brash and irresponsible with your opinions and your pronouncements. Mm. Whoops. You were right all along, and ahead of the curve when compared to many and most, me included. You run a very good radio show, and I listen every day. Perhaps you should have Mister Abbott's job. That's a little <laughs> something. I just wanted to read. What? What?
0: Okay, that's why I can't you be wanted the to govern- read. It. Governor
2: Pags. Why can't it be the governor? No,
0: that's a scary thought. I think you just stick with radio. Why is that
2: a scary thought?
0: It just is for some of us. Let me
2: just say, there is n- there Pags. are no truer words in the English language the- than what that young man just wrote to me. Mm, mm-hmm. the email Thought you'd say that but yep. i didn't have to continue doing the show for another 35 minutes i I might shed a tear
0: oh oh well oh well let's move on
2: thanks man <laughs> so you're saying i was right so now, and here's a clear example of why i respond to people when they attack me because he probably attacked me a year and a half ago and i was like kiss my ass i've got the information mm-hmm. and now he's been listening for that past year and half. he's like oh damn this guy was right the whole time it's it's big of him to write me well, and, it is, and say that
0: actually yeah you-
2: Give oh, him there props was a PS I missed. Hold on. PS, yeah. what's up with Kerry?
0: No. No, <laughs> so that did not say Spot that. On. That even did not dude. say that. It did Way work. to go.
2: No. It, but he thought it. He was thinking it. As you He, think so? he clicked it. He said, I meant to mention Kerry. No, I just I thought I'd so. throw that in. I mm. thought I would throw it because I needed to be thrown right oh, in there. Okay,
0: I appreciate that. That's what thank, had to
2: happen. 888 pags 888-941-7247, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me go to, um, to Daniel in Massachusetts. Daniel, what's going on? Hi.
5: Hey, how you doing? Living the uh, dream, my you know, friend. Satan issue, you know. Uh, yes. You know, as long as
4: it's not a state actor, I think uh, they can talk about it after school if it's just like kind of like a club or something like that. It's, it's not the state promoting anything, Then, as long as, uh, you know, technically the school's uh, not a public forum, but. Uh, so you're okay with uh, them having a Satan club? If they were yeah, if they want to open it up, you know, I guess they could have the Satan Club. You know, I mean, uh, it's kind of goofy, but uh, yeah, no, you know, this yeah, state's not promoting that. creation theory or anything. So, or religion. So, uh, you know, they can they can uh, allow the facility to
2: use for that. I don't think it's going to the Supreme Court. You know, uh, I don't think uh, I said it should go to the Supreme Court, but I don't think they should be allowing it either. <laughs> thanks, Daniel. Appreciate you. What what a, what a, what an interesting take, Daniel. Thanks. Um, no. The thing that we always try to put off to the side when we talk about the Constitution and the founding of the country, we always try to put off to the side the true founding. The founders, all of them, everybody who signed the Declaration of Independence were either Christians or they were deists. Deists are people that believe in God. None of them was a devil worshiper. None of them was a Satanist. None of them was, as far as I understand, an atheist. These are people that had um, values, a value system rooted in in Judeo-Christian teachings and learnings from the Ten Commandments to the Magna Carta. That's what they believed. And we try to, when we talk about the First Amendment, the right to worship and all that, we try to pretend like, well, any religion, that's a religion, can now give the same benefit. Well, we also have to be uh, people that have a brain and know that Satanists are people that worship the devil. The devil is the opposite of our our values that we founded the society on. And if you want to have your own little Satan get-together at your house or at your local park, I'm not going to complain, but if you want to do it at a school, that, that they siphoned my taxpayer money away to build, I don't want you to have your Satan Club in school. Now, if you think that that's some sort of fly, some sort of way flies in the face of the First Amendment, it doesn't. And I can explain that over and over, but we're up against the break. And we come back, campusreform.org. Stay here.
1: Joe Pags.
2: Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have a young journalist on from campusreform.org. They do incredible journalism from college and university campuses across the great nation. They tell us the nuttiness that's going on today. It's Abigail Streetman from University of Florida. Abigail, how are you? Good to see you.
9: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on, Joe.
2: Really glad to have you on. Um, university of Florida, a little background on me. I grew up in South Florida, and uh, University of Miami was kind of my my university, and then it was Florida State was my second, so you hate me, don't you?
9: I unfortunately
2: we have a little rivalry going on now Now, now is uh, the rivalry when I was going to school and I I I went to to college um, in 1984 85 that area um, the rivalry was really U of M against Florida State but Florida State U of F still pretty rough Uh, what is it now what's the biggest rivalry is it the Gators and, and the Seminoles or is it still the Hurricanes
9: um it's it's probably the Gators and the Seminoles but I think the Gators have more of a rivalry with the Bulldogs now.
2: Interesting. Okay. See, I, again, I have been in college in a long time, and I, and I don't honestly pay attention to sports the way I used to once people started kneeling and, and selling the flag and all that. But uh, it's a great part of the world in Florida. Actually, people look to you guys and Ron DeSantis, your governor, um, for freedom and liberty. That really lessons in freedom and liberty. You don't have to force people to wear masks, and you can't force people to get the jab, and you want monoclonal antibodies because they really do work as therapeutics. Um, are you from Florida originally, or are you going to University of Florida from somewhere else?
9: I was born in Florida, but I'm an Army brat, so I've done a lot of moving around. I came back to Florida for high school and college.
2: Now, are you hearing from people that you know in other states that are saying, holy mackerel, you guys are really living the life in Florida, or, or, or are people looking down their noses at you saying, wow, you guys are stupid, you're all going to die from COVID?
9: <laughs> it depends on what side of the aisle they're on. Okay. But uh, most of my friends are pretty jealous, especially the ones in
2: college. It always depends on the side of the aisle, doesn't it, Abby? Definitely. So the side of the aisle that you're on is, of course, you're a conservative. In fact, you're. are you the chapter president for Turning Point there?
9: Yes, I am.
2: Okay, so talk to me about them banning you guys or punishing you guys or whatever because you dared gather. Fill me in on that one.
9: Yes, yeah, so um, about a year ago, um, last March, we decided to have a cookout with the other conservative organizations on campus. And the event had about 40 people RSVP but we ended up having over a hundred students show up okay. and it's uh it was outside, but the university took the step of suspending all four of us at once for that.
2: I'm not sure. I understand it. So you had an outside thing because originally it was, um, don't have to wear masks. Masks are silly, said Fauci. And then he said, well, you should probably wear a mask if you can't socially distance, but if you're six to eight feet apart, then you don't have to wear a mask. And now it's, if you're outside, cause this was all inside stuff outside was never even a consideration. You guys dared have 100 people, which honestly isn't that many, um, outside, and somebody got you in trouble? They what, what did they say? Was there a rule on campus that you can't gather outside above a certain number?
9: There was no rule, but there was a rule that if we were within three feet of each other, we had to wear a mask. Um, an anonymous reporter sent a picture of us from across the street and claimed we weren't wearing masks, but in this photo you honestly can't tell whether we were or not. And wow. we were playing sports. We were socially distanced, if anything. But the university um, didn't like that. They tried to use a rule against us. But now we're back, and um, we're better than ever.
2: They, they were looking for a reason, weren't they? Definitely. It is uh, Ab- Abby Streetman. It's S-T-R-E-E-T-M-A-N. Her, her um Twitter is Abby Streetman, but two Y's in Abby, A-B-B-Y-Y Streetman um, over there on Twitter. Go check her out. So does DeSantis step in on something like that, or did did his rule change or his proclamation just sort of cover that, and he didn't specifically know about this one? Because he has been very firm about not forcing masks, about not forcing the jab and all of that. Uh, did he step in specifically on this case, or was that just sort of a, an overwhelming or an, over, an overriding proclamation by him that would apply to everybody, including U of F?
9: He imposed um, an executive order the summer after this happened, just a few months afterwards. He did know about our specific circumstance. I did an interview with Fox News, and we spoke to Congresswoman Kat Kamek about the issue. Um, And I think that it did have a little bit of something to do with DeSantis passing that executive order. Because this school year, everything is pretty much back to normal.
2: It is uh, um, Abigail Streetman from uh, CampusReform.org. Go to CampusReform.org every day and check out these great stories these young reporters do. Let's get into the stories. This story about this this person who's calling himself Leah Thomas has been front and center for a long time. It's obviously not fair. Uh, he, it's a biological man, and, and he actually swam as a man for three years, decided to become a female, although we don't know that he's done anything other than take testosterone uh, inhibitors. Um, this person is setting records and and actually was just beaten for the first time the other day by another biological man who 's swimming as a woman. so where is this thing? Is this going to come to a head? Do you think where where the NCAA swimmers and other athletes are going to say, "Well, wait a second this isn't about you know being woke this isn't about fearing being canceled. This is about fair play we've we've practiced our entire lives we've built ourselves to where we 're college level swimmers and whatever other athletes, and now just a biological male can come in dominate the field is this going to be the watershed moment do you think no pun intended because it's swimming but will this be the watershed moment where people say okay enough is enough this is kind of dumb
9: i think that more and more people are beginning to realize what's going on and that this actually really isn't fair there's been two olympians recently and another professional tennis player All biological women, um, because we have to specify that nowadays, they have all came out against this. And the USA swim team referee, Cynthia Millen, actually resigned her post in protest. So, yeah, a
2: step is, forward. Is, is that going to work, though? Because I know that parents have anonymously been writing letters to the NCAA. The, the, the actual swimming coach at Penn is a jerk and said, I just like winning. I don't care. Um, but Caitlyn Jenner, the former Bruce Jenner, decides to say it's not fair. It's about fairness. I mean, maybe you listen to these people because you've got people, as you said, biological women, biological men, men who are living as women, women living as men, who are all coming out and saying, well, wait a second, this is about fair play. If Leah wants to wear a dress when he's not swimming, that's fine and can live that way. If you're 18 or older, I believe in your freedom and liberty. It doesn't mean that you have the right to jump in a pool and compete against biological women who clearly... You know, their bone density, their muscle bellies, you know, the testosterone that this person has enjoyed his entire life until now, they have a disadvantage against this person. So, I mean, does it seem as though something is going to happen or we're still talking about it?
9: Um, A lot of people are just talking about it. There's been certain legislation in different states preventing transgender athletes in elementary schools, um, middle schools and high schools, but I haven't seen anything about the collegiate level. And we know that even in the Olympics, there's transgender athletes competing now. And we hear a lot of talk about it, but unfortunately, there's not a lot being done about it. There's a lot of people upset and there's a lot of polls being taken on Americans that show they're upset. But a lot of people, um, I guess, are just standing still waiting for more evidence. You know, all the science points towards... Having male and female sports separated as a biology major, that's what I've learned my whole college career. But now they're trying to tell us otherwise. And frankly, we shouldn't even call it women's sports at this point.
2: Well, I'm with you. And why not make a transports category? And then that solves the problem completely. It's Abby Streetman. She's a uh, student over at University of Florida in uh, Gainesville, also a correspondent for CampusReform.org. Indiana is looking at a bill or some bills that could prohibit CRT, uh, critical race theory in state funded schools. Fill me in.
9: Right. Indiana Senate Bill 167 would work to prohibit CRT in um, all of these schools, K through 12 and collegiate level. And as we know, critical race theory is very dangerous for America. It teaches students to view each other and themselves based on race. It teaches them they can't be successful if they're a certain skin color. And I think Indiana stepping into the mist among other states, including Florida, is a Definitely a step in the right direction and a great thing.
2: It really is now. Are the protests going to go nuts? You have to teach CRT, or, or is it, is the denial the, the denial that comes from like Randy Weingarten from this, you know, from the teachers union that that it isn't being taught anywhere? I don't know what you're talking about. Not teaching it in colleges, universities, in high schools, in middle schools. It's just not being taught. Maybe in a fringe law class. Will they continue to lie that it's not being taught, or will they fight it and protest because it should be taught? What's happening?
9: I think we're seeing a lot of protests from both sides. We've seen in um, Virginia, there have been some huge protests from both sides, encouraging CRT and against it. And you see parents frustrated, um, especially on the right. I think I think those on the left, um, a lot of them, I think kind of have mixed views. I've heard mixed views personally from people. Um, you know, Chris Rufo has a great resource on his website that specifically puts links to CRT in elementary schools, right. K-12 schools. So we know it's happening.
2: So you can try to deny it, but there's the proof. It's uh, Abby Streetman from CampusReform.org. One last uh, last story. And this is interesting to me because I've, I find that in this day and age... College and university campuses are places of division. For some reason, you need a people of color frat or or sorority. You need a, a safe place for only for people of color. In other words, keep whitey out of here, and then we'll feel better about ourselves. It's very strange, and and a lot of these administrators on these college and university campuses are giving in. Let's repaint this sorority uh, the colors of somebody's you know uh, tribal ancestral youth or something from Africa or Uganda, whatever, um, and and we should keep people who are not of color, because white people have no color, obviously, um, out of this room. And if you do walk in there, you're triggering me. I've seen all these videos that you guys yourselves are doing at campusreform.org. Now they're going after what the, what, the so-called white frats. Fill me in on this one.
9: The, the student union president at Washington University, St. Louis, Um, is proposing that fraternities cede over their houses to be used as affinity housing for marginalized groups because fraternities are white and wealthy, in his words. What? And um, 49 student leaders have actually signed on to this.
2: I am reasonably smart. Not very, but reasonably. What does affinity housing mean? What's the definition of affinity housing? Why call it that? What What is that code for?
9: Affinity housing is code for segregation. I thought that this was 2022. I didn't think this was the 1960s, but somehow Washington University students think that it's a good idea to segregate students when, as a member of Greek Life, I know that we go through extensive trainings to include diversity and to reach out to everyone in the public. We don't We don't discriminate against anyone we never have. So assuming that is very dangerous as well.
2: You're exactly right. The push in this country was to get rid of the Democrat pushed and based segregation. Democrat Jim Crow, Democrat segregation, lynching, slavery, separate but equal. They're all Democrat things that were put in place in this country. We've worked really hard generation after generation to bring us all together and unify as a country. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. wanted us to be unified as a country. He just wanted a fair shake for black people, and, and they weren't getting it when he was out there marching. Uh, he actually died for it. He would be rolling over in his grave if he knew that we're doing blacks-only sororities or, or, or fraternities or, or housing. We we're just calling it housing now. People of color housing, Native American housing. But if somebody sees a fraternity as so-called wealthy and white, then that needs to be disbanded as well. It's not okay just to have your own separate housing. You need to get rid of the housing that the white people have. So, I mean, is the bottom line, let's just get rid of white culture, period? Is If there is a white culture, again, I think that we're all one culture, but they're separating us by, by ancestry. Is that the push here? No more anything for white people?
9: I think it's looking a lot like that. I mean, we've seen at other universities, Western Washington University has only black affinity housing university of florida here in the free state uh, we we are a free state but they're trying to push black only housing they tried a few years ago too and it's basically anything that doesn't have to do with white people um, any race or any identity that isn't white or you know a white male specifically they're probably the most hated right now um anything that can they can use to separate the the public right now especially on college campuses they're doing. And it's very scary to watch.
2: It is. And I would urge all of the young black people who might be watching right now to stop it. Realize that there are powers that be above you, many of them white, who are pushing the separation on you so they can better control you. If you divide the country, you can control the country, control how people vote and stop us from talking to each other. Black people, white people, Hispanic people, Asian people, Native American people, they should all be talking to each other, and then we'll realize what the government's trying to do. Just my opinion at the end there. Abby, thanks a million for coming on. Go follow her right now at Abby, two Wise A-B-B-Y-Y, S-T-R-E-E-T-M-A-N on Twitter, and uh, go check out everything she does at campusreform.org. I appreciate you. Thank you.
9: Thank you so much, Joe.
2: You're very welcome. We'll be back after this. Stay right here.
0: This is The Joe Pag Show. I'm
2: right, Great to have you. Thanks. Make sure you stop by campusreform.org and check out all the great stories these young reporters do. We enjoy having the Monterey Thursday on the Joe Pag Show. Love telling you about Omaha Steaks. When we get Omaha Steaks, I think, yummy. Oh, yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing like, uh, you know, great steak from a family and other meats as well. From a great family. They've been doing it for over 100 years now. It's a family-owned business. They've been taking care of business for so long, bringing people quality meats, great sides, great seasoning, all sorts of great stuff at an incredible price, and it's all guaranteed. So, listen, holiday fatigue, it's It's hard. Getting through the first part of the year is hard. Why not serve yourself some incredible stuff from Omaha Steaks? You go there right now, OmahaSteaks.com. You put in keyword PAGS in the search bar, right in the search bar on the website, P A G S, and you're going to get four of their lean pork chops for their extra juicy chicken breast free when you order the Heartland Favorites Pack. Order uh, every order is backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee, delivered safely to your doorstep. Start the new year right. Warm up with your winter or warm up your winner with 50% off lean, tender steaks, hearty, home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. Plus, don't forget about the four pork chops and four chicken breasts free with your order when you use code PAGS. That's go to omahasteaks.com, putting code PAGS, P-A-G-S in the search bar. Also, code PAGS if you're a brand new customer, get $30 off of select packages when you check out. All right? Omahasteaks.com. Make that happen right now. Let's see what kind of time we have. We don't have time for any of this. Carrie, can you give me 20 seconds on, on what she did? This, um, this, uh, w- this Mosby?
0: WBFF Baltimore City State's attorney Marilyn Mosby is now facing federal charges of perjury and making a false statement on a loan application. She's accused of lying about experiencing COVID-related hardship on an application where she asked to withdraw $40,000 from her Baltimore City retirement account.
2: Come on, man. Yep. Come on, man. <laughs> there you go. Bye. Dirty pop. Let's do some pop culture. By the way, if you're watching on the stream, I will show you Joe Biden's comment today that's going to make you go, really, this guy? Polo, what's going on?
1: Right, so i didn't to get to mention this uh, yesterday, but um, you're probably going to laugh at me, but um, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, and Megan Fox uh, announced yesterday that they got engaged. And then at the end of the post, Megan Fox said they drank each other's blood.
2: Come on, dude. Yeah. I should make fun of you because you've been a Megan Fox fan for a long time. But what is wrong with her? Have you seen this guy? I mean. Is it all an act, Polo? I I, I don't think so. With this so. guy?
1: I, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, he, he's definitely out there.
2: Carrie, have you seen this guy? I have. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Sam, you saw the guy?
1: Seen.
2: Yeah, stop it. We got to go. That is Sam. That's Carrie. That's Polo. I'm um, Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye.
1: This is the Joe Peg Show.